Hey everyone, and welcome back to Simply Ayurveda, and welcome to the final episode of Season 2. I can't believe that we are wrapping up yet another season, and what better way to wrap up the season than by hitting over 10,000 downloads. This truly was the podcast's first major milestone, and it's all thanks to each and every single one of you who keep coming back week after week. So much of my heart and soul gets poured into each and every episode, so truly from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here and for also sharing the word of Ayurveda. To wrap up the season, we are going to end season two the same way we started it. We started the season off by talking about the importance of adapting our routines and our diet with the changing seasons. We went over the season of spring and how it influences our kapha dosha. So today, we are going to talk about the summer season and how it influences our pitta dosha. I've said this many times throughout the episodes, but Ayurveda teaches us that we are so interconnected with nature. And so that means that whatever changes are happening within nature can also influence the energies within our mind-body system. And these energies are the doshas, vata dosha, pitta dosha, and kapha dosha. If these terms are new to you, then I definitely suggest going back to season one to learn about the importance and influence that these doshas play. But just to quickly summarize, vata dosha is a combination of the air and space elements, and vata is connected to the season of fall and winter. And then we have kapha dosha, which is a combination of water and earth, and kapha is connected to our spring season. And then we have pitta dosha, a combination of the fire and water elements, and pitta is connected to our summer season. So the same way that each season comes with its own qualities, like being hot, cold, rainy, or windy, each dosha has its own set of qualities that also align with the different seasons. So let's take a look at what the summer season and pitta dosha have in common. Summer is our hottest season. The sun is at its peak rotation. The days are at their longest. We tend to have the most energy and do the most activities in the summer. And pitta dosha, just like the sun, is our most fiery energy. The same way the sun provides warmth and transformation for nature, pitta dosha is the energy that governs all warmth, transformation, digestion, and metabolism within the body. So because of all of these overlapping qualities, that's why summer is referred to as pitta season. And as we see this increase in temperature and intensity during these summer months, that just means that we have to be more mindful on the impact that it can have on our body. And this applies to all of the seasons. We have to take care of our pitta in the summer, our vata in the fall, and our kapha in the spring. So let me explain what this means for pitta. When the energy of pitta is balanced within the mind-body system, this energy provides us with determination, with energy, good memory, strong focus, organization, good appetite, and digestion. But when pitta starts to increase and there becomes too much heat in the mind-body system, then this can create imbalances such as stress, anger, frustration, irritability, skin rashes, breakouts, even different types of digestive issues. So as the temperatures begin to rise, 
it's really important that we learn how to nurture and calm our pitta dosha. So the question is, how can we live in harmony with the changing seasons? And the answer to that is through adapting our daily habits, diet, and routines. The Sanskrit term for this is ritucharya, and ritucharya refers to the different seasonal regimens that help us live in harmony with the changing seasons. So today I'm going to share with you Ayurveda's top five diet and lifestyle tips to stay balanced this summer. If you are someone that naturally has high pitta in your constitution, then this episode is specifically designed for you. I myself have a very high pitta as well, and when someone naturally has a lot of pitta energy, you know, they really need to do their self-care due diligence to maintain a level of balance and harmony. So, tip number one, choose cooling foods. And I'm not referring to the temperature of your food. Some foods have cooling properties, and some foods have heating properties. A really simple example of this is a cucumber versus a chili. The cucumber is cooling to the digestive system, while the chili is heating. And you know, there's a reason that we crave things like really juicy fruit like watermelon in the summer, because it's cooling and hydrating to the body. So in the summer, we really want to opt for foods that have cooling properties to help balance the heat. Summer is the season to prioritize your sweet, bitter, and astringent tastes while reducing intake of spicy, sour, salty, and oily foods. So some examples of this, you want to prioritize plenty of fresh, juicy fruits like your melons, pears, oranges, grapes, pomegranates are great, limes and cherries. All of these fall under our sweet, bitter, and astringent taste that we want to indulge in. And then you want vegetables like cucumber, zucchini, celery, all of your leafy greens like kale, spinach, lettuce, collard greens. And then no meal would be complete without some spices and garnish. And so some cooling summer herbs that you want to favor are basil, mint, dill, coriander, fennel, cardamom, and cilantro. All of these have a nice cooling effect on our digestion when eaten moderately, and these will help you and your digestive system stay happy and cool in the summer. I will also post this on the Simply Ayurveda Instagram account if you need a visual to save for later. Moving on to tip number two, stay hydrated. Summer is the perfect season for coconut water, hibiscus herbal teas. You can make a sweet lassi or Ayurvedic buttermilk known as takra. My favorite is to infuse massive water pitchers with chopped mint and cucumber to give it that extra cooling effect. Another Ayurvedic favorite is coriander water. This is something that you can quickly batch the night before. All you do is take a teaspoon of coriander seeds, let the seeds steep in water overnight, and then strain and enjoy it in the morning and throughout your day. And this coriander seed infusion deeply quenches thirst and is so great at helping with increased pitta symptoms. One thing to keep in mind is that while yes, we do want to prioritize foods and beverages that have cooling properties, that does not mean we should go overboard 
on drinking ice-cold drinks. I know how tempting it is to just want to throw back something ice-cold in the summer, but drinks that are ice-cold are an extreme. And that extreme cold is actually what can dampen our digestive fire. And that is something that we never, ever, ever want to do. Chilled is okay in the summer, but try to opt for room temperature. And also don't forget to be mindful of your caffeine and your alcohol intake, since both of those can be depleting and dehydrating. Next up is tip number three. Time your meals. I did an episode specifically on this topic of circadian rhythms and the importance of aligning our rhythms with the rhythms of nature. So definitely give that episode a listen if you haven't already. But in the summer, we really want to optimize meal timing so that we can best support our digestion. So this means having a light breakfast early in the morning by 8 a.m. to help kickstart the metabolism and then you can enjoy a substantial, well-balanced meal around noon, filled with all of your cooling leafy greens and veggies. Ayurveda says that lunch should always be the main meal, because lunchtime is when our digestive fire is at its strongest. So you can enjoy lunch anytime between 11 and 1 for optimal digestion. And then for dinner, you can keep things on the lighter side and enjoy it at least 2-3 to hours before bedtime, or before 8 p.m. to aid in digestion and promote quality sleep. Tip number four, don't overdose on your vitamin D. Yes, by all means, you want to enjoy the sun in the summer, but you also want to protect yourself and your skin from the sun. Wake up early, enjoy the sun in those early mornings when it's a bit more cool. That is also the perfect time to get your summer workout in. And you really want to minimize your sun exposure during the peak hours of the day, between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Always be sure to wear loose-fitting, light-colored, breathable clothing made of natural fabrics like cotton or linen. Another thing to keep in mind is your head. Protect your scalp, especially if you're going to be sitting in the sun for long hours. Do not be like me and burn your scalp and have to deal with a flaking scalp for two weeks because that is not fun. My scalp burned by like the second day I was in Mexico and it was just a disaster. So enjoy the sun during the summer, but be mindful not to overdo it. And this brings us to our last tip. Tip number five, practice mindful self-care. Summer is an intense season. So be sure to carve out that relaxing time for yourself. You can do things like a gentle restorative yoga flow, yin yoga, maybe a relaxing meditation to cool the mind. You can go for a nice early morning dip in the pool or the ocean. You can do a cooling abhyanga oil massage with coconut oil before you shower. These are all amazing rituals that work wonderfully at calming pitta dosha. Please, please, please. Avoid hot yoga or working out in the middle of the afternoon. The sun is at its peak during the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And when we add an intense workout during the intense summer season and when the sun is at its peak, this can truly be a recipe for disaster, especially if you have high pitta in your constitution or a pitta imbalance. So if you can, 
I highly recommend making the switch to early morning or evening workouts when the sun is at its low points and focusing your workouts more on toning rather than burning. Making this switch in the summer will really help to maintain a level of balance during this season. Another beautiful self-care ritual that is beneficial all year round is our beloved pranayama. And there is one breathing exercise that is especially great for summer, and that is shitali pranayama. I will make a social media post to provide a visual for this, but the idea is that you want to inhale through your teeth. So to do this, you can either roll your tongue, and if you're like me and you can't roll your tongue, then you can press your tongue behind your teeth. Then by either keeping your tongue rolled or pressed against your teeth, take a deep inhale through the mouth and then exhale through the nose. You'll actually notice that the air you inhale when you do it this way feels cooling to the body and then the heat in your body gets released through your nose. So this is a really amazing and effective breathing technique for instantly cooling pitta in the body. So those are Ayurveda's top five diet and lifestyle tips to help keep you balanced through the summer season. Choose your cooling foods and spices like your melons, your leafy greens, basil, cilantro, and coriander. Stay hydrated with water infusions, coconut water, and hibiscus teas. Eat in a timely manner having a light breakfast by 8 a.m., a big lunch by 1 p.m., and a light dinner by 8 p.m. Tip number four is to not overdose on your vitamin D, protect yourself and your skin from the sun, and number five, prioritize your relaxing and calming self-care rituals. It's always important to remember that everything I share on this podcast are very general recommendations. Ayurveda is such a highly personalized science, so for more personalized recommendations, I highly suggest consulting with an Ayurvedic educator. As an Ayurvedic counselor, I am certified to guide on all things related to diet and lifestyle, and I also offer a really amazing coaching program that focuses specifically on diet and routine building. It's a three-month-long program where we work together one-on-one to help you improve your health and get you from your point A to your point B. So in addition to my coaching program, I am excited to announce that I am now offering a mini package. So this mini package includes the initial consultation as well as two follow-ups, all in a convenient bundled deal. So this is a really wonderful option for someone who wants those follow-up sessions to help track their progress. And it's also great for someone who's looking to save a little bit of money rather than booking the separate follow-up appointments on their own. All of that information is included and linked for you in the show description. As we wrap up season two, I would love to hear from you as to what you would like to hear from me. Is there something you want to learn more of? Is there a topic you want me to expand on? Is there something that I didn't talk about? Is there some new health fad that is circling the internet that you want me to debunk through an Ayurvedic lens? Is there a guest you want me to have on? I have so many exciting ideas planned for season three, but I would love to hear from you if there is something that you want me to cover. 
So definitely reach out to me, connect with me on social media, let me know your thoughts, and season three will be returning in the fall. In the meantime, please be sure to give this podcast a rating or a review. You can follow us along on social media at Simply Ayurveda, where I will continue to share all things related to this beautiful life science. As always, thank you all so much for an amazing season. Thank you all so much for being here. And until season three, I will talk to you in the fall. Bye.